Hey, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Dan and the Creators. Today, our guest is a very old friend of mine. Uh, he is a producer and composer. He is the lead singer of the band Kids. Please welcome my friend, Josh Diaz. What's up, Josh? What up, hermano? Oh, hermano. hermano. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Josh Diaz has the same last name, and we may or may not have allowed many people in our past to believe that we are actually brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. Dummies. <laughs> Dude, Got him. I was thinking about that. How so? When did we meet? Like, how long have we been friends? Dude, dude we've been friends since before you uh, grew dreadlocks. And holy let's see. balls! Yeah, yeah, since before you grew and lost your dreadlocks. Yeah, um, by so, lost you mean lost my hair too? Thanks, thanks. I just had, no, I mean, I mean <laughs> it could have could have been an amputation, a accident, you know. But um, <laughs> let's see. I believe my first. Uh, I feel like that's almost like the 07, 06, maybe even earlier than that. Earlier, earlier. This is um, like early college, though, right? Like, so maybe 05. Yeah, this is before. This is before you went to. Yeah, this is before you went to. Uh, um, FIU, music, right? Music. No, before you went to <laughs> BC. Holy um, nuts. So yeah, 03. Dude, I mean, we I started up, college in 03. Remember, we both ended up having Crawford, um, but just different different years. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. It's like back in... Uh, why can't I remember Holy our, band, our band names back then? Why can't I remember either one? <laughs> well, I, I mean... This is the Life Without Crimson Shame. Vera. Crimson Vera, I remember that. Before Crimson Vera. I was in Life Without Shame when I met you. Oh! Giles! Giles. <laughs> Shout out Giles Marino. <laughs> Dude, Giles, are you alive still, bro? How yeah, old was please. that guy when you were in the band with him? Are you kidding? No, that was that was the most elusive like uh, we, we no one knew ever. No one Giles, we don't know how old you are. We never knew. But uh Dude, Giles. I mean, we were we were all in high school when we started playing with him. Um but I don't know, I always felt like Man, he really he really invested a lot of time in us. So, I, like, but I always I, I we always suspected he was like forty. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna call me. He's gonna call me. He's gonna hear this and call me and be like, "You're a jerk." That's you know, enough. you know, it's funny. Like, I never really knew what to think when we were in that era of our lives. Mm -hmm. I never thought he was that old per se. I just knew it was like the cool thing to laugh about his age and like wonder. But now, as an adult, I think back and I'm like, that guy had like a either he either he was insane, right? And mm -hmm. his wife was equally insane, or or he actually had like a genuine like empathy and care yes. for like a subculture that was like truly like either ignored or treated weirdly. Because like back then too, like if you were two-stepping and you were like going to shows at piss and you were doing all this other shit, like you were, you probably had gauges and you dressed with like only wore Sacconis and camo shorts and like all that sh dumb shit. And like you did that, you were in this, we were in this like subset 
culture that didn't really rise to mainstream for a while, right? If it ever right. did. Right. He's, so, he's a legend when it came to the, the, the uh, subculture of South Florida. There is, there's a lot of, um, I mean, I'm sure there, there are plenty of people listening to this podcast that, that know who Giles is and they're going to tell him we talked about him. Um, and that's, I, I mean, love that. Cause I he's, hope- a, cause he, he was, he's, he was kind of the godfather of the, of, um, of the subculture in South Florida for a lot yeah. of us. Yeah. Dude, I mean, and not to be like that, but like, I am actually not saying anything negative about him. I kind of refuse to like, maybe he was old and that like was concerning to people or maybe odd, but the reality <laughs> is, is like, I don't know any horror stories. All I know is what I saw is that like he bought gear and made a band and let people come in and out of it so that they could have a place. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. If you ask me, he's a fucking legend. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, like kind of awesome. <laughs> so hold on. Now I can't remember who's the guy you played with that Chris um, Ruiz. Now before Chris, uh, no, wait, it might've been with, might've been with Chris. Yeah, no, but I mean, I feel like before that, um, the, who's a guitar player that would that would uh, windmill his hair like every five Speak. seconds? <laughs> Speak, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, okay. If if you're for our, our friends listening to this podcast, if you have no idea what we're talking about, just know it's like truly embarrassing and awesome all at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so Speak is this guy. He was he was so awesome. He's yeah. like like he's he's the kind of like outsider where if he didn't like you, he just let you think that he was scary or weird. But if yep. he liked you and he trusted to you, he would like never stop talking, which was amazing. But on the inverse, if you didn't know him or whatever, he wouldn't say a single word. That's why we called him Speak. Uh mm-hmm. and he had like this crazy long like death metal hair like i don't know how to describe it it's like was it orange it was orange right it was, it was yeah i think <laughs> it was it's funny i don't remember it being dyed but i remember it it's as orange as somebody's hair could be naturally that's what i remember dude 100 percent. yeah he definitely didn't die i was around him enough to know that but he would he would do the windmill yeah every show the whole time and this the guy could play like when i say yeah. shred He's like the only person I've ever known who could truly, well, maybe I know like one other guy now, but it's like this guy was unreal, could play the fastest, fa- like he transcribed Dream Theater songs for the fun of it. Like what? Mm-hmm. Absolute insanity. Yeah. <laughs> Lord yeah. of while, while windmilling the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so funny too, because I remember people being like, yo, your band is sick, but what's up with that guy doing the windmill? I don't know. <laughs> it's awesome. Like, it's kind of tight. It's tight. He <laughs> yes, definitely stole. He definitely stole the show from from Chris like the entire time. Oh, of course, dude. My favorite. Oh my gosh, we played. I'm pretty sure we played a Halloween show with you and a bunch of like OG like South Florida bands or whatever, or maybe second wave OG. And <laughs> I digress. Uh, and he, it was a Halloween show, so everyone was supposed to dress up, and uh, he dressed up as a bush. <laughs> I remember this. You remember that? He had like 
he had like some sort of somehow he got branches attached to his clothing he wore all green and then he put chunks of branches in his hair yep (laughs) but the best part was he still did the windmill so like at the end of the show there was literally like leaves and branches just all over yep they had to bring in a leaf blower by the end of the show for sure Dude, Dang so man! What did what did you play in Life Without Shame? Were you did you play bass? Yeah, I was playing bass. That's where we became. Uh, we we first became bass buddies. We were I think we we were both shopping for our our Ernie balls at the same time. Oh my god! <laughs> I remember you were like drooling over the bongo. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, man. She's a beaut, bro. She's a beaut. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, who'd have thought you'd start your day off to some degree with a classic trip oh, down yeah. memory lane? Oh yeah, man. That was that's this is great. This is great. <laughs> you know, you know the conversation is heading in a good direction when you're talking about vowels and speak. <laughs> yeah. just, it is it is weird, like as you get older, like people just life, right? You just go separate ways. It's just how it goes. And it's I, I'm, I guess it's more rare and special that you can stay in touch with, to whatever degree, someone who has that much history. Like, it's so nice to be known in that way, right? Right. To know, to know someone who can commiserate with, like, the funny things about your childhood, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, man. It's, it's Roots. It's the Roots. Dude, the Roots. And that, what a great band there, too. Anyway, so I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Uh. Well, how do you segue from that? (laughs) I don't know. I was going to ask you about your band. (laughs) Okay. What's Uh, up? What What's up with your band, man? What are you guys doing? What's up with my band, bro? Um, uh, I'm in a band called Kids. Um, Kids signed with Tooth and Nail Records last year. Uh, Um, we've been uh been working on a um, I mean, I'm. I'm definitely uh, a bit uh, partial, but a pretty great record um, that uh, we're we're all really proud of. Um, about to release it over the summer. I think a few few of the tracks are coming out within the next month or two, I believe. Oh, cool. um, and aiming to have the entire record out by end of July. Um, cool. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Look out! Look out for it. It's a. It's called Lost Cities, and um, it's a concept record. We started. Um, we started writing a few tunes and realized we cared a lot about the the uh, the content and um, and wanted to run in that direction with the rest of the record. It's um, more or less. Um, more or less, we're we're. It's a, it's a record about care of our our earth our planet our home um and uh um yeah it's it's just fun i'm not gonna give away too much but this fun little storyline like narrative that goes along to it um i love that and uh yeah yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun one to release yeah it's exciting i mean i remember seeing um is is it called marry that girl is the single ah that's that's a single um, that is actually not on the record at all. Um, oh, it's okay. just complete. Yeah, we made that. We made that tune about, geez, four years ago. 
But it came uh, out we, last year, though, right? Yeah. We made it four years ago. We recorded the music video for it and uh, on Machu Picchu like three years ago. And then we sat on the song while shopping to, um, to labels. Tooth and Nail liked it, picked it up. Um, and then negotiations with our contract lasted kind of a while and ended up uh, um, just, it just took forever to finally release that song. So yeah, um, yeah it came out in November. Uh, we were letting that, that just be a standalone fun yeah. little single. Cause it, it kind of thematically and sonically doesn't really fit on the next record. So we want oh, to, it, it can, yeah. li- it can live alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I was going to comment, like I love, there's like a really like, uh, endearing nature to like the video and the song and everything just ties together really really well and and oh, now thanks. that you say that it doesn't tie in sonically with the new record can you can you give me a, a hint yeah. as to where you guys are leaning or oh totally totally so kids um historically is we, we the our music's a little bit soundscapey um we've got kind of like a uh, tone of adventure to a lot of the music we we make um and and, and this, is, this is like direct quotes from from other people and publications and whatnot they would say you know if you well listen to kids it's almost like you can see a painted mountainscape um in the background it's just kind of the, the music kind of points to visuals um which it seems kind of mountainous um so yeah. Like like frontier, right? Yeah. So the next record, um, we 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 have some soundscapes as well. Some uh, we think there's a painted back, backdrop to it as well. But rather than being like the American frontier, it's very um, like if you took those same mountains but they were on Mars, uh, that would be kind of the the soundscape, I guess. It's spacier. Um, we I want to go we, to Mars. I want to go to Mars. Um, no, it's just space here. Uh, the, the, cool. We have a lot of, a lot more synths and samples and fun stuff in this next, in this next one, but they're all very analog um, as well. Cause we, we just like kind of like raw crispy sounds. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, that's mostly sonic. That's what I mean by sonically. Like the writing is, is a little more, we've got a little more, trippy little little bit sci-fi with it i love um, it yeah yeah it's fun it's cool and like so obviously i mean like you know the earth pandemic aside are there plans for like touring at all or definitely uh yeah it was it's funny man because hard question to ask now obviously yeah but, you know. yeah the uh man it's it's really interesting navigating like a LP release right now um, where as where we're like for, for years, we're like, man, if only we had a label to get behind us and, and help us get on some tours when we release, like that would be the ticket. Uh, okay. We got one and now we can't tour. <laughs> so it's like, so what if we, uh, so it's, it's really interesting. Um, but they've been, they've been very, um, creative with us as well about uh different strategies and how to um how to do this well they've been actually really really patient with all our million ideas that we keep throwing them on how to how to release this record right um and still have some integrity with the concept and 
Um, so it's, we, 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 we definitely planned a tour. Um, as soon as, uh, as soon as this whole thing's over, it's just, there's nothing, it's hard to plan, hard to actually plan it. Yeah. So we are, it's impossible right now. <laughs> it's impossible. We're, 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 we're doing what we can now. The technology definitely is helping. Um, mm. and, uh, all of us work in media in some way. I'm, you know, I do music production and mixing and, um, and, uh, one of our other singers, Josiah, he, um, he is a like cinematic guru. Um, he just can, he can just tell a beautiful story using the film of video. So I'm using, using the medium of, of film and video. Um, you've got, um, Christian who is a illustration like genius. Um, and then you've got, uh, we've got like everyone else does photography and, and, so we got all the stuff we can use to kind of promote and, and try new things. We just did a, we just dubbed together a quote unquote live um, version of um, Golden Road. It's a, the last single we just put out. And it's, you know, much like, you know, you'd see a couple bands are doing right now. It's, it's it, everyone's playing live. They're just not, it's, it's recorded and dubbed together and, um, a fun way to kind of just show the band playing remotely while social dis distancing. And um, so we're about to put that out probably this week. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. There's just ways we can kind of, kind of, kind of play live and kind of do some of that. I've actually been working real hard on figuring out how to navigate actually playing live. Now the internet gives latency, so it's kind of, it's hard, hard to make it perfect, but um, we are trying to figure that out right now, how to do it like an Instagram live and and be able to have a few of us on um, from different areas, um, like actually playing a show together. So it's what, it's what we can do. It's really all we can do right now. So we're, we're, we're trying to navigate that and figure it out. Yeah, I love that. And did, like, um, so I guess, yeah, fun question. Like, so you're on a label. Uh, so you have some support in that regard, which is cool. Uh, you guys are, but everyone's obviously stuck at home. Has there been like outside of what you just told me of like making a video, like t together, but separate or whatever, like has, has there been anything like an upside or something that you found to be uh, positive or encouraging with this in the time for the band or whatever? Or? There is. Yeah. I mean, there's always an upside. There's always silver lining. Um, I think with every, uh, this, this, could, this could sound cold, but I don't mean it cold. It's, you know, with every tragedy, there tragedy breeds opportunity on some level. Um, but uh, like, this is, this is a weird time. I feel like someone just took the like tablecloth and just like, just full, like, like you have a full spread on the table and someone just took the tablecloth and just like flipped it and now everything's <laughs> up in the air and you know some things are going to break and then other things are going to be caught and it's going to make those things that are caught worth way more um, mm -hmm. so uh, that's kind of the way we're viewing this and we have like our band hasn't really done Instagram live much um, in the past. Now we're doing it like a couple times a week. And cool. the, the result has been awesome. Like 
this whole thing has forced us to connect more yeah. um, and, and be more candid. I've said for years, like the guys in the band are like the, for anyone that knows them, you, you know, this is an, a huge understatement, but they're just the most interesting people in the world. They're the funniest people you could ever be in a room with. And we never get to show anyone that like ever. Uh, Mm. Unless, unless you're, unless you're friends with us and, you know, as a lead singer, I'm probably the least interesting person in the band. <laughs> That's the only one that everyone hears, hears from like, so um, I've been saying that for years and then they get behind, you know, they get in front of a camera or something and they get all shy. I'm like, guys, come on. And so now we're doing Instagram lives and, and I'm like taking a backseat on it just to let them joke around and they're all wearing wigs and, and, cracking jokes and it's 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 awesome like it's we're doing things yeah. that we should have been doing all along yeah um sounds yeah. fun yeah that's that's so I think, yeah there's there's opportunity when this this stuff happens to like fill in the gaps with stuff you you could have been or should have been doing all along and um uh, so there's there's always there's always something more to do and so far it's been it's it's treated us well so that's cool i'm happy to yeah. hear that I love that. Yeah. Oh, actually, I have a question. So yeah. your wife is a photographer, right? Yes, sir. Dude, how, how has that been for her? Like, I'm kind of curious, like, all photographers, <laughs> right? Uh, dude, she's, she is, it's, it's just, you know what? It's so awesome to be impressed with your spouse's work like like truly like i'm a fan of what you oh, do oh sick yeah um uh -huh. that is so cool and the the two of us are huge fans of each other and that man that is like everything i mean it, i imagine for photographers as well as musicians you know we musicians have always had our healthy level of um discouragement in our lives of you know whether you weren't good enough or you didn't get uh, you, you got let go by this label or you weren't, you know, you got fired from that band or your, your parents never believed in your career or whatever, what happened yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like that. <laughs> that is something we all face. So to be married to someone that truly believes in it is, is everything. And I, I love being able to, I love being married to someone that I truly, I truly am a huge fan of her work. Um, she's a badass. She, she, literally so she she can completely support our family with her business like kill, killing it um so it's really oh, it's 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 awesome to to uh do life with another creative that is successful in what she does um yeah that's cool. and uh so yeah she's mostly wedding and portrait photography um yeah. and uh we get to we get to work together on some of that um from time to time I take off my music hat and put on a um, photographer's assistant's hat, which really just means I carry things for my wife all day. You know, <laughs> Same thing as golf caddy. It's all Same, it is actually that, except I get to wear a suit outside in Florida all day. Um, when you say you get to, things. you mean you you have to because that sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. That's most cool. most uh, most. You know, most photographers, videographers, the wedding, they'll 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 show up wearing just their you know, black t-shirt, black jeans, and they're good. And uh, um, 
but you do that when you're a like bearded, long haired um, musician and you just look homeless. So and you don't belong in the, in the room with the wedding party. So <laughs> my rule has been, I have to be in full suit every time. So it's like, <laughs> no good. We need to get you like one of those sick ass, like custom suits where the armpits breathe and like yeah. the crotch stretches really good. <laughs> exactly. Cause then yeah, what man. you could do is you could, you could do it as a tax write off because it could be like quote unquote <laughs> for the band, you know, like doing yeah. shows yeah. and then, you could do shows and then still be able to do like head kicks on people while you're in a suit. I mean, that's, that's the dream, right? It sounds kind of tight. Literally, you'd literally James Bond. Like, I mean, oh my goodness, bro. <laughs> there, there's a show on, do you have Amazon prime? Do you do Amazon? I do Amazon. My wife has a prime account. So I guess that means I have the prime account. So as a matter of fact, you do. And maybe a couple of your friends do. <laughs> you don't know about it. <laughs> I, just don't, I don't take full advantage unless I'm ordering something really. That's about it. Dude, there is. Okay, I'm going to look it up because I have my computer in front of me and it's the year 2020. Uh, <laughs> I think it's called. Oh, my goodness. There's a show called The Night Manager. Have you seen that? No. Yo, you said James Bond. Somehow I went to Amazon. Here we are. You should check it out. It's awesome. I think I think that, you know, depending on like cr- criteria for what it is that you don't want to see versus want to see, like in regards to like violence or sex or whatever, I don't remember all the stuff that's in it. I just remember the story being like actually good. Like the first time I've seen like – um. Oh my gosh! Who's the dude doing the the most recent James Bond movies? That guy's movie. Oh, what's his name? Oh, it I doesn't can't. matter. Uh, we I know can Google it, but I'm. It's. I've already typed too much for today. Uh, it, so like, um, uh, and I, I did all the typing just now to find out about Night Manager. Anyways, his first movie. Do you remember how sick that was when that came out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like that vibe, dude. Where it's like actually, you're like what's going to happen next? And you're like super interested and invested in like the current plot that's happening. And like, um, it it has like really, really, I don't know. It's just like a fun adventure where I feel like there's so much TV now where it's just like, it's boring. Like I I don't, I'm, I don't care. You lose care quickly with things and not because ADD or things aren't blowing up in me and blowing up in front of me. Right. Like, (laughs) yeah blowing up at me pop rocks um it's it's more like the writing is uh, is great the acting is yeah. great like the pacing is excellent you know like right. there's it's it's awesome dude i can't recommend it anymore night manager dude. i will i i we're uh i mean i just finished better call saul last night so it's time to start something new today like we're talking I'm, I'm about so ready. that better call saul bro <laughs> bro <laughs> Dude, okay, what, so did you finish it on, like, Netflix? Yeah. So you've seen, what is it, season one, two, and three? Is there a fourth one? Uh, I think there's a fourth one. Okay, one, two, three, four. I've I seen, I've seen all four. the stuff on Netflix, too, but I lose track because yeah, my, you know, hashtag losing hair. Um, <laughs> so you liked it, huh? Dude, come on. Come on. It's, it's a great it's, show. It's the Breaking Bad story of um, Saul Goodman. Yeah, man. It's all good, man. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good, man. Dude, Natalie and I say that to each other all the time. It's all good, man. 
so it's, just, it's just brilliant. Talk about talk about like you said, just the right writing and the pace and everything. Mm. Like it's it's slower, but yeah. Ed, yeah. edge of your seat slow. Like like oh, yeah. still edge of your seat. It's, it's rad. It's so. crazy. It's it's so engaging. And do actually, so like I am like a Mondo fan of Breaking Bad as well. And one of the things that I love about both of them is there's just such great continuity with the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but I have definitely found myself like, oh, that progression or, oh, my gosh, just like the environment that they create with the music in that show. Has that like as a composer? Has oh, that man. stood out to you at all? Or? Oh, it's everything. Dude, it's, it's everything. It, mm-hmm. it, it makes me want to... <sighs> It, it definitely inspires with with compositions, but it opens your. I mean, it just it just totally opens the playing field to like. You see how how well like a um like Brazilian lounge song can work over a shooting scene, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like how what like. It, it just it just totally opens your mind to just hey uh, the rules are good to learn and then to forget um, yeah. that's the point like it's almost like man it, it, knowing them makes you str- speak a language stronger and then forgetting them um, will make you brilliant um, and it, it's it's wild like that, that that's the best way I could say it, it just kind of opens the palette up um they did such a great job uh, with that one um i mean now i hear now i I, I actually listen to a lot of like um brazilian like lounge jazz and stuff like that just to just to chill out i think mostly because i don't understand it and and so i don't analyze it and so it's nice to just listen and enjoy music nice Um, yeah right so so (laughs) Now I hear that stuff and I, and I think of different, I envision different scenes than I would have, you know, like it's, it's cool. Um, It's nice to broaden your horizons like that. Yeah. Now, did you, which came first chicken or the egg? Like you've started listening to Brazilian lounge music because of this show or you just be doing it before? Um, No, I think it just, I was hanging out and, uh, um, one of my favorite coffee shops, shout out Wells Coffee. Um, Wells. And Wells. Um, and uh, he was playing some uh, Catano Veloso, and I was, I was like, what is this? And he says, <laughs> really, dude? He goes, "That's this is like the, the um, this is like Bob Dylan of, um, of Brazil. And this is awesome. And I started getting into it, and, and I don't know, it just called out to me. It, and then I started realizing, I think it's the same reason why, you know, years ago I started getting into like Dixieland jazz. Cause I don't really speak that language musically. Um, <laughs> I love it. It speaks to me all day. It inspires me all day. It influences me all day, but I don't hear it and go, um, Oh yeah, that's a flat major third. Uh, like I don't listen to it and, and pick up on the theory of it like right away. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, my, my theory is a little more, folk pop indie um that's that's kind of what when i listen to that stuff i start picking it apart um and i I don't for that reason i almost can't enjoy that music as much because i just start judging it immediately um and uh so 
I think the same reason I started getting into jazz is I can't pick it apart. It, I can actually feel it like I did when I first started loving music, you know? Yeah. Um, and then uh, it even better if I'm not as a lyricist, if I don't understand what they're saying, I'm just listening to your vowels and your consonants and how you're putting them together in rhythm. Cause I don't speak Portuguese. Like, so that's, it's like, it's good to, for me, that's pretty cool to listen and just be influenced by how pretty the sounds are you're putting together. Um, yeah, let's absorb it. All right, so yeah. I'm going to write this down. The the Bob Dylan of Brazil. Who, Brazil. Who am I, who am I listening to? Catano uh, Veloso. I'm going to make sure I spelled it right. Veloso. Uh, C-A-E-T-A-N-O. Veloso, V-E-L-O-S-O. Watch, I'm probably saying his first name completely wrong. It's probably like Chatano or something like that. I have no idea. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Like, you could just Killer. tell, like. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. There's a gym I used to train at that listened to uh, this band called Ohapa. And it's mm -hmm. like a cool Brazilian band or whatever. I don't know. And they sing in Portuguese. And like, I, I remember when I moved to Nashville and I was looking for gyms, how wrong it felt to not hear Ohapa or something like, <laughs> like that while, while I was training. <laughs> you got totally conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, but it's, it's cool though. I, and I'm, I'm with you. Like I really do resonate as well with the whole, like, especially when you're stressed, right? If you're stressed about X, Y, Z, and then you're trying to like, I don't know, cook dinner or something. Yeah. The last thing I want is to hear a song and and start dissecting it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it's see, it's unfair because for everyone else in the world, when they get stressed at work, what do they do? They turn on music. Yeah. Um, we don't get to do that. It's not like it's not fair unless you kind of can learn a cheat code, um, which is like I've been li I've been listening to music all day. I'll find I'll go into my car and go for and when I'm driving somewhere, I've got something to do. I will be in there complete silence and content. And yes. that's the only time I'm getting it. I mean, at least, some, you know, I don't I get to, it's a little bit of a break, but, uh, but it's so much more of that same release. Um, like for me, I think for, for me, after a whole day of production, the, the, most stress relieving thing I could do is watch a, a, a mindless TV show, something that just takes your head off of it. Right. But then you're yeah. a couch potato, complete couch potato. Um, so, and then your wife judges you and then, <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, then um, so, so for me, I think the, the life hack is for, for us is find some kind of music. You don't speak the language of as well. And that's, that's your new, that's your new break. Like that's a really cool idea. Yeah, it's worked for me. I really, really, really have adored that. Um, yeah. yeah. I think the cool thing too that is like, like almost like broadening your worldview as well. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Like I'm sure my own creativity can only serve to benefit finding like something that's really, really hip from like france or something you know like yeah what's what's all the what are like the underground kids in paris listening to you know like i don't exactly. know if i hate it but i might love it it'd right it'd be worth it'd be worth finding out you know yeah and i think the prospect of that is really exciting yeah i mean you're right too just not having this like we listen 
Natalie like is so sick of it, but like I love Sigur Ross. I love like Jonesy and right. Alex Summers and like all that like neural like it's like a pad and then a choir and then like just like kind of whatever ambient stuff mm-hmm. and um it like drives her crazy now. But I do like when cooking. I like to have something in the background, and I've noticed that if there's like like rhythm, like drums and stuff, it actually gives me anxiety and makes me like way <laughs> less patient. With all the other, like, with the two kids screaming and fighting about, like, who's taking whose jelly bean. And then, like, the other kid's screaming because he's a little baby and he just wants to eat food and, like, chill. And and then the directions in my brain, I'm like, what do I, how do I dice an onion again? You know, like, it's just, I'm like, ah, it's just too much. It tips the scale. (laughs) Yeah, man. No, I I hear that big time. Yeah. Well, anyways. Kitano Veloso. I'm gonna Veloso. Shit yeah. Yeah, man. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe Google how to how to say it the right way. So yeah. I don't know. Right. Maybe that is the right way. It You're might probably be. saying it the right way. Yeah, it I might be. Know. You never know. They have their own rules. I hope in a year from now we do another one of these or we just catch up and both of us have been secretly doing Duolingo and learning Portuguese. Oh bro. Hoping to impress the other. <laughs> oh yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. And then and then we and we just start a, a Brazilian jazz band like <laughs> but oh. both, both of us speaking terrible broken portuguese <laughs> yeah like really really bad <laughs> yeah. i only know a couple of phrases from uh from doing jujitsu and one of which mm-hmm. is saying jujitsu like jujitsu because that's how the yeah. Yeah, yeah. right so I can, I can impress you with my fake portuguese yeah man. and then like when someone does something really sick they say Boa, but you have to say it really now loud and obnoxious, like boa, like that. And <laughs> That's it's great. It, it's it's awesome. So you, you uh, next time Erica does something cool, or you see a sick oh, picture, yeah. boa, yeah, real loud, just screaming at the roof. Yeah, and she'll be terrified. With my own little <laughs> my own little inside joke that just makes everyone think I'm weird. <laughs> Sounds great. My favorite thing though is is like watching fights at Buffalo Wild Wings. I have a buddy that just started coming with us before uh, obviously COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time he came, to <laughs> he sat in front of me and we were watching this TV. And uh, the next day I saw him at church and we got in a conversation with some other people. They're like, Oh yeah, Justin came to watch the fights. It was really funny. He's like, yeah, it was really cool. Obviously he started screaming boa in my ear. I'm not really <laughs> sure what that. I was like, oh, my bad, bro. Let me tell you about this thing real quick. <laughs> so good. Anyways. Anyways. Um, okay, hey, so uh, we've been at it for a hot second. Wow. Um, yeah, just look down. 40 minutes. Yeah. Hey, see? Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. But anyways, how about uh, how do you feel about wrapping this bad boy up, eh? I I'm, I feel content. I feel content with it. We had, we had definitely. Work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we what? We... We, I think we touched on all subjects that, you know, rather, rather than we could have gone, dude, we could have spent, we could have spent a whole hour talking about boring production stuff. But I like that we talked about the, some creative stuff. That's, that's really, that this was fun. Man, I'm glad you had fun. I have fun too. Well, hey, uh, before we say goodbye, how about you let our friends who are listening know where to find you? Oh, where to find me? Um, I personally am on um in, uh, i'm on instagram as joshua caleb 777 um 
and the band kids at the band kids. Um, and I have a little fun, a little side project. If anyone cares, like to, to, if you, if you, this is where I find a lot of inspiration is sailing. Um, so I got a whole Instagram account for sailing my boat and like making music on it, doing little photo shoots and stuff like that. That is, um, the bangerang, the underscore bangerang. Um, then you got, uh, our band website is, um, this is kids.com. There's a lot of information, but yeah. Joshua Caleb seven, seven on Instagram, which is that an old school, like under oath, uh, reference, you know, I don't even know if it's under oath. I just remember back in the day, back in the day, everybody was putting like X's and or crew codes next to their name. And they're always like <laughs> part of this crew or that crew or a straight edge. And I was like, none of those things. So I was like, eh, sevens. It's on the number pad. Also, my name is Josh Diaz. So I can't use that on any platform. There's just too many. Like, <laughs> there's too many. So, yeah. so it's, just, it's just been the only thing that I could, that I could go to. Josh. Awesome. Yeah. Triple sevens. Oh, and you guys and kids has some stuff coming up soon, right? That oh, yeah. Wanted to mention? Oh, yeah. Um, we will have well, we have a live a live quarantine uh, video we did for for Golden Road. That should be that should be dropping this week. And then um, we should within the net within the next two months here, um, we'll be dropping singles off of the next record lost cities and the entirety of the record will be out um mid summer beautiful exciting well dude thanks again for hopping on here and uh let me laugh loudly in your ear for 40 <laughs> minutes uh i love you dog appreciate you man we gotta do it again love you too bro this was so much fun let's 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 uh let's let's stay in touch brother and i know oh, count on it hermano i'll see you later man all right man